Hello everyone, my name is Tim Kitson. I'm a high school English teacher, trained to mentor resident educators in my state. I love the idea of helping new teachers find their way in this profession, this calling of teaching. So I created this podcast to offer encouragement, tips, and motivation for the rookies out there, saving the world one student at a time. Let's get started. Episode 4. Clichés still offer good wisdom. Congratulations, new teachers. You've made it past your first few lessons. There's an old adage in teaching that says, never smile before Christmas. The subtext is that a teacher should set very strict classroom rules so that discipline is maintained. The consequences of not doing so, wisdom suggests, are dire. Like most truths in teaching, a dichotomy exists in the advice above. It's true that strict classroom policies and procedures are a benefit to everyone involved. Good teachers, however, can enforce these rules with an ethos that all parties can believe in. Here's your first cliché. Speak softly, but carry a big stick. No teacher enters the profession because they want to demoralize and anger young adults they have just met. By default, teachers are open and empathetic to people they encounter. It behooves a teacher to remember this disposition even with the most troubling of student behaviors. The times when a teacher regrets being kind to a student are very, very rare. Students, and their parents for that matter, will respond more positively to pedagogy when they believe the teacher is truly and sincerely on their side. Even when a teacher assigns a long, difficult homework assignment, the students who have bought into the teacher's ethos will be more likely to complete the assignment if for no other reason than they didn't want to let the teacher down. The benevolence and warmth from a teacher should have a clear limit, however. Students must know the limits of their own behavior and that teachers will respond with somewhat similar limits to students' future professors, managers, and bosses. When a student fails to complete an assignment, do listen to the student's reasons privately and empathetically. Do hold the student accountable by asking what his or her plan is for completing the assignment. Don't call out the student publicly or overreact, especially on the first events. When a student has an outburst in class, do talk with the student privately in the hallways or after class. Do emphasize the student's important role in the class and the good rapport you have with the student. Do follow up with the situation when necessary by following your school's policies on reporting. Don't show frustration or lose your cool. 
when a student is distracted by personal electronic devices. Do keep data of the student's behavior when possible. Count how often the student is distracted in a given class period, for example. Do speak with the student directly before escalating to a discipline procedure. Sometimes all the student needs is to know the teacher notice the distracted behavior. Don't take the student's phone or force the student to read or show phone content to the entire class. Cut breaks when it's reasonable to do so, but toe the line regarding classroom rules like responsibility, readiness, and respect. Spare the rod, spoil the child. The infamous phrase of dubious origins suggests that parents and teachers will spoil children without strict discipline, including the use of corporal punishment. Good teachers should, again, be able to notice nuance. Could a pupil learn under fascist rule? Will innovation and creativity prosper under a pedagogical dictatorship? Is fear a more powerful motivator than inspiration and passion? The metaphorical rod in Spare the Rod, Spoil the Child should be spared, except in the direst of circumstances. Only when students run afoul of the most serious school rules should significant discipline be applied. And remember... That expression is a metaphor. It is never okay to physically harm or threaten a child. A bird in hand is worth two in the bush. The advice I have for this last cliche may be a little controversial. One fully completed assignment may be better than two or three partially completed tasks. Standards-based instruction measures a student's mastery of a given skill, not the quantity of practice the student used in acquiring the skill or ability. When a student is chronically absent or not completing assignments, it may be the case fewer, more important assignments will help the student succeed. What are some cliched phrases you think have merit in the classroom? Thank you for listening to this podcast. The content you heard was created in part for EDTL 6340 at Bowling Green State University. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and do not necessarily reflect those of my employer or BGSU. Thank you again for listening.